What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Remy Racing Engines, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, <laughs> ProFab Headers, and Zone. I gotta take a breath between all That's that. <laughs> oh, what is up? What is up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? I don't know, man. It's uh, it's been a day. Been a day. I had a wheel seal go out on a bus Friday. And I left early, so I didn't. That was just what met me at work this morning. So you knew what you was walking into. The nastiest job ever. Oh yeah. Oh. Is that why you clean? You went home to shower. No, I haven't actually taken a shower yet. I just like kept going. I, I wasn't able to take a shower yet, so I'm gonna have to take one when I leave here. Um, so I just like every time every. Five minutes, I was like, I'm not keeping this on my hands. <laughs> you have to take a, uh, a, a spare change of clothes to the shop. I, I keep one in there. <laughs> so you can change just in case. Just in case. I keep one there just yeah. in case. So That's how my Monday started. How about yours? <laughs> it's been, well, uh, let's see. Friday, came back from, went to a Coetzel concert on Thursday night in Columbia, which was awesome, by the way. Cool. Um. And so we came back Friday and messed around, whatever. Anyway, Saturday morning, got up to go to open ceremonies for Cole's baseball team. And the left rear outer tire on the trail and dually was flat, flat, nice. flat, flat, flat. Now, at least you had another one on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it was off the beads. So I was like, there, it ain't, ain't pumping good. this up. It ain't good. Um, so yeah, we, cheetah tank. <laughs> yeah, so we jumped in Mary Stevens' truck and hauled here and did all this and then whatever. Anyway, so uh, yesterday we tried to mess with it and we're going to plug it. Couldn't get air to stay in it for nothing, so. I should have commented. I would have got the cheetah tank. The cheetah tank. We could have cheated a little bit, but yeah, it was, the hole was so big. We could have ethered and, and, and fire. And yeah. <laughs> it was like a 5 sixteenths thick piece of steel about one inch wide that nice. was in the tire. Big old hole. No plug. It probably took 20 plugs. To <laughs> <laughs> no plug. You wouldn't have done it. So anyway. Not that um, hard a tire too. No. So we took the outer tire off and uh, lug nuts were not deep enough just to hold on the inner tire. So we found some uh, some spacers around in the barn there and um, and uh, we we rigged it up, if you, <laughs> if you will. And um, Redneck engineer. Yeah. To get it, uh, to get it to the tire shop this morning. Um, so got it there and I had nothing but trouble with those 18, it's, they're, they're 18 wheeler tires and wheels that's on that truck. It's like 14 or 16 ply tires. I don't know what they are. Yeah. And, and that's a 19 and a half. 19 and a half inch wheel. We can't keep them balanced. No. They constantly wearing out. They just ain't made for that truck. That's what was on it when I got it. Um, so I just been fighting them and rotating them and fighting them and. So uh, we got a new set of tires and wheels coming. For it. <laughs> Done with it. Uh. Done with it. Um, got some fuel Mavericks. Um, they what, look pretty good. What size M's? They're twenties. Oh, go figure. Can't get nothing else. I mean, you can't hardly find nothing else. Well, that truck probably came with twenties in seventeen. Oh, it came with seventeen. Yeah, the Nolly wheels were seventeens, uh -huh. but you can't find them. You cannot find them anywhere. Couldn't find a replicas or nothing. Couldn't find them. Dang. John couldn't find them anywhere. So uh, anyway, um, those are supposed to be pretty good wheels. So. Um, I was gonna give you trouble with those hats. Well, and it's you know I'm gonna put an all-terrain tire on it, which would be like a ten ply. Right. So it you know should be fine. It shouldn't. I could. It shouldn't have all the problem that we've been having with them other tires. So, um, I hope not. 
A uh, uh, truck like that should not ride like that. No, <laughs> not a Denali. It should, no, it should it be should. good, bro. The it Dan Ellie. It should not. That thing was rough. It's a lot better than it was, but it was rough for nine hours to and from West Virginia. I can tell you that. I bet. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so hopefully we're gonna be uh, riding better here in a couple of days. But uh, yeah, so had to do all that. That's been a aggravating thing to start with. Start the week off, but um, other than that, week weekend was good, man. We uh, like I said, we went to the concert. Pretty cool. We stayed like it was like. A half a mile from the township auditorium, which we went to, right. see Dwight Yoakam, um, and uh, they had like a they had like a, a a back pit, I guess if you will, and then they had the the front pit right at the stage. Right. And so we got to right at the stage, so we got right up in there, man. It was cool. They put on a really good show. Um, oh man, I wish I could remember. I can't think of other people's names right a second. No way. Um, right. Bones Owens and Aaron something. Uh, open for him and uh, put on a good show. Really did. Cool. So did that, and then uh, we went back to Columbia Saturday after the uh, opening ceremonies for little kids baseball, and went and watched the Gamecocks play. Um, How they do? Well, they. Uh, it's weird. I don't understand it. They it's got weird. like a they got like a five hundred record right now. It's like a twelve, like twelve and eleven or something like that for the year. They lose to. Gardner Webb and Presbyterian and Citadel, but they won the series against number one Texas a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and they won the series this weekend that's against baseball. number four Vanderbilt. I so, think they do it just to spread the love. I swear I don't know, man. But Carolina's up and down with baseball. They're not like they used to be when old Tanner was there no. coaching. But uh, they need to switch all that back up, in my opinion. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. But it was fun. It was a really close game back and forth. They won. Uh, had some good. It was some good. A lot of good hitting. I think both teams had ten or twelve hits apiece. So it was a lot of. It wasn't just a boring game, you know. Bunch of ding dings. It was. It was good. We enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, did that. Came back. Went to the. Uh, got some dinner here. And went to church. Went to church yesterday. It was good as always. Music was good. Sounded sounded a lot better. I couldn't hear it. No, <laughs> uh, the house sound sounded good. <laughs> your your ear sound probably didn't sound so. Good. <laughs> it sounded like a strobe light in my it head. Was strobing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. We I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Just keep having problems. But it's like something different every week. It's funny. Every week. I didn't I didn't worry about it. I just threw it out and just kept I playing. just looked at it. It was so funny because I looked at you and I was just like. Bloop out of here. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And I was like, I ain't worried about it. It's just ain't nothing to do. Yeah, I'm just gonna play. That's all I'm gonna do. Yeah, but <laughs> but it was good. It was for sure. And uh the message was good. As always. And um yeah, then I did some some more sheetrock work yesterday afternoon. I do not like finishing. No. <laughs> I don't mind carpentry work. I don't. <laughs> I like building, I like fabricating, I like working with wood. But when you start doing finishing work, it's tough. It's tedious. Yeah, you got to be. It's got to look nice. Yes, yeah. and you can see everything. Everything, every flaw. Yep. So anyway, been working on that. Still got a ways to go, but uh, we're getting there. Cool. Well, Friday night, I got off work early on Friday. Um, I kind of, I worked over one day in states all. They don't want to pay overtime right now for whatever reason, which I didn't have a reason to. I was just like, all right, well, I'll just leave early on Friday. So I did. Uh, left about lunchtime. Went home, got me a shower and everything, got ready, got all stuff. Went and picked Landon up from school. 
went and picked my daddy up, <laughs> and we took out to Fayetteville. Yes, sir. Um, went and picked up a body for the uh, for the legend car. Does that come with fenders or? You? No, I didn't get fenders. Um, our fenders, we took them off after we took them off. We got looking at the fenders. Fenders, pretty good shape. Okay, for the most part. So, we just got the center section, uh, deck lid, and both running boards. Sweet. So we're gonna sand down the fenders and paint them white. And center section's already white, but we might just spray over it anyway. That way, just everything be the same white. Same white, yeah. Plus, it's just got some. I don't know. It's not like a finished white. It's just like, I don't know. It's like one coat on there, <laughs> very thin. Yeah. yeah. So, a, I mean, that's just how it comes. A starter coat. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, since we're up at Fayetteville, we went to Fayetteville Motor Speedway to pick it up from uh, the boys over at 316 Motorsports. Willie riding hour and them, and I um, appreciate them helping us out, uh, bringing it to the track. And so, I was there anyway. I messaged the fine folks over at, uh, Fayetteville, and I was like, hey, y'all mind if I come in there and do some, because I know they have their own TV, uh, or online streaming deal, so I was like, y'all mind if I come in there and do some driver interviews and, you know, uh, pre-race, you know, just just little stuff out there, and they were like, no, that's perfect, come on. Sweet. So, they said, just let us know when you get there. So, I did. Um, went in there, did all that, and talked to, uh, talked to quite a few people that night, and showed a little bit on track stuff, showed some track prep stuff and our buddy uh willie milliken was running up there uh, uh, uh yeah michael butler was running up there um a bunch of people was running um it was good stuff um they had a good race it was the nut up or shut up race okay his name up <laughs> right there you go they gave away i said little nuts on Friday night. <laughs> big nuts on saturday night sweet <laughs> did it did the uh did it was the, like the, it was like truck nuts <laughs> <laughs> Did the did the Bristol weekend hurt the crowd over there too much or it was I don't think it hurt it there. Um right. we'll get into it a little while later. Um but it was, still it was also turnout. Cherokee. Yeah, there was good great turnout. There was thirty one legend cars there. Wow. So which I mean it had nothing to do with Bristol at all, but that was That's a good dust turnout. out. <laughs> Tell you what, man, um, I think legend cars are jumping It's coming on. It's yeah. coming on. Um but Buddy Willie Milligan, I will say this real quick. He didn't run with crap Friday night when I was over there. Um, I talked to him a couple times, stuff you know, we're just hanging out as always. But but then Saturday night he turned around once. So I texted him yesterday and told him I said, "Man, I said I ain't coming no more when you racing." I said, "When I show up, you don't know worth crap." I said, "Then I leave and you turn around and win." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you 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 the bad luck I guess on him. I reckon I don't know. Apparently so. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I got him a win. Yeah, me too. Me too. We'll get into it. But since we're talking about winners, uh, let's uh, let's go to the phone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our first winner of the night, uh, starting out twenty twenty two, pretty good. Our buddy Devin Morgan. Devin, what is going on, man? Uh, nothing but showing up the shop, looking at a dirty race. Hey, that's 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 good dirt though, man. Uh, that's uh, that's what they call winning dirt, right? Oh yeah, you know it definitely makes life a lot easier. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, man. That's uh, that's sweet, buddy. Well, I'm, I'm first of all, congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you very much. But um, well, man, let's go back to it. Let's get, let's just jump straight into it. Tell us, tell us about your night over there at Hartwell. Yeah, we had a very solid night. Unloaded out the truck. Uh, second pass is normal. 
Uh, was able to lay down a good qualifying lap and put it on the pole. And, uh, on the start, outside Bowman kind of pulled out, rolled back to get even with me. I fired. I was pretty about to expect. Uh, about lap five, I riding. Was able to fall off the wind. That's what I'm talking about. Does it? Uh, I, I've always wondered this from different guys. I know some people just like to check out on the field. When you check out on the field, that's always great because you know you just had the absolute fastest car. But uh, it, uh, do you like the ones you check out on the field, or you like the ones that you really fight for, man? Uh, I like the ones where we win. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, how, how it's done, uh, how we get there. That's what I'm talking about. It might be uh, it might be fun for the fans to see them hard fought ones, but uh, it, <laughs> I'm like you, man. It, as long as I'm in victory lane, I don't care how I got there. Oh, cool, man. Well, um, I, I know uh, I know y'all had a uh, long off season and getting this car ready and everything, and uh, getting out there to the track finally, man. And uh, it's good to see the uh, the hard work pay off. Yeah, a lot of lot of work went into it. You know, I wish we could get back racing soon. You know, I was really nervous, honestly. Uh, just haven't been that in a car for so long. You know, I haven't been doing it. Well, I've been doing it. I I should be doing it long enough not to get nervous, but uh, I still I still do get nervous. And uh, so I, I was definitely nervous, but, you know, all the work paid off and, you know, right back in a rhythm now. And, you know, I'm ready to just go back to racing this thing every weekend. Sweet. That's what I'm talking about. Um, well, cool, man. Well, uh, for, I wanted to get you on here real quick today, you know, just talk about it for a minute, man. But uh, let everybody know who helps you out on that car again, man. Yeah, I got to thank my, my mom, my dad, uh, BKPR, uh, NPM Marketing, Tanya, Wiley X Classes. Uh, I got to thank Urkel for coming out and helping. And I got to thank Chase and Zach at the – you know, at the shop and coming to the racetrack for all all they've done for me. Uh, Jiffy Lube, uh, Jimmy's Family Restaurant, uh, ArmorMetals.com, Rack 4x4, uh, Master of Performance Suspensions, uh, ML Performance, Matt Logan helps out, you know, tremendously on the shocks. Uh, SRI Performance, FK Rod Ends, Meredith Battery, uh, Excel Racing Solutions, uh, Concept Graphics, uh, Stevens Towing, uh, KRC power steering, and then uh, you know Strange Oval. He, you know we got some new, some new axles going in this thing. You know I'm looking forward to that. Acrylics Plus, Seymour's towing, uh, Morgan Motor Co. Auto Banks RV sales, and you know there's probably there's probably some more that I'm forgetting. But you know, uh, you know I just can't thank everyone enough that uh you know helps out on this thing. You know, at the track or at the shop or you know just their support of buying you know a hat shirt hoodie anything you know anything helps us yeah man we'll we'll, we'll go in there real quick uh what's the best way if somebody wants to uh get in touch with you to uh to buy a hat shirt whatever it needs to be uh what's the best way for them to get in touch with you to get some man uh the best way would be message uh devin morgan racing on facebook or my personal page on facebook and then i'm also on instagram at devin morgan racing 12 and twitter at devin morgan 12 cool man well uh like you said uh tanya with mpm this this interview is brought to you by mpm marketing um they're they're the best in the business for uh career advancement for sure uh tell us a couple of things that uh that tanya at mpm does for you there Devin. uh tanya 
she works wonders for me. You know, she gets me in indoors that, you know, normally I couldn't be able to get into by myself. And, um, you know, she, she's taken me a long way and I can't thank her enough for everything that she's done for me. Good deal, man. I know she, uh, she helps us out a lot. She helps us out lining up interviews just like this one that you hear right here. So, uh, we really appreciate Tanya over there at, uh, NPM and, uh, but, uh, Man, I'm tell you what again. It was awesome to see you in Victory Lane again. Um, what's the uh, what you got coming up next, man? Uh, you know, not really too sure. Um, you know, I, I would like to race Friday and Saturday this week. I definitely think we're going to run Saturday again at Hartwell. Uh, they're paying twelve hundred dollars, and uh, we get some American racers to put on the back of this thing due to a new tire rule. And you know, I don't think much will change there. Uh, just unload it the same way that we we loaded it up and uh but you know we're never really too set in stone uh to give us freedom of just being able to bounce wherever we want we want week in a weekend uh with you know even last second decisions but uh I'd, I'd like to race friday and saturday but i think saturday definitely is a uh, hartwell again cool deal buddy well everybody get out to uh hartwell and uh Maybe you'll see Devin there, or maybe he's catch him sitting in Victor Lane again. Well, buddy, I sure appreciate you uh, coming on, hanging out with us again tonight, especially on a short notice. Uh, but, yeah, man, we sure appreciate that. I appreciate you having me on. You know, it's always uh, great to be, be able to come on here and you know talk with you, and I really enjoy it. We do too, man. Well, we sure appreciate it, and uh, congratulations again, man. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Devin Morgan coming off his uh, first race of the year and his first win of the year at Hartwell Speedway down there. So uh appreciate him coming and hanging out with us again. Um, that's, that's a few times we've had him on now. And I uh, really appreciate Tanya at MPM Marketing for uh, helping us out there and uh, getting him on. And uh, she's, she, I just saw today she's got a, she's got a new, uh, new, new client, uh, promo that came out so uh she she'll be unveiling another npm marketing driver sweet coming up well as y'all hear this it will be today so it'll be tuesday so sweet so we'll definitely hear somebody else and uh who knows maybe have them on the show pretty soon Bo show <laughs> so we uh we definitely appreciate tanya at npm go check her out at market with com. But also in there, you heard uh, Devin talk about he's a Team SRI driver. Um, it's like everybody's a Team SRI driver, and I love it. Everybody that wins, pretty much. Everybody that wins. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> it's everybody that wins is a Team SRI driver. So uh, let's um, y'all know we got a new segment called Hot Lap. So let's let's go li- listen to this week's portion. <laughs> This is Hot Laps, presented by SRI Performance, stock car, steel, and aluminum. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new segment, our second installment of it called Hot Laps, presented by (coughs) SRI Performance and stock car, steel, and aluminum. This week, we got Blake Harris on. Blake, what's going on, man? Uh, Another day, just uh, packing some boxes and getting them shipped out here to SRI. You you are the uh, you you got to be one of the most important individuals in the in the building. That's all uh, I can tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, all the sales that go back there, and I get, got to be the one to box them up and ship them out so we can keep business afloat. 
That's right. That's right. So you so you pretty much saying that the boxes that I've received from SRI that you probably had your hands on shipping them out to me. I ain't been here long. I've had a couple more jobs before I come here, but I started the week after Thanksgiving. So if you've ordered anything from there, there is a, about a 99.9% chance that I've touched it. Well, I, I sure have. So you probably did it. <laughs> well, cool deal, man. <laughs> Good deal. All right. Well, you said you've been there since around Thanksgiving. So we'll go back a little bit farther with you than that. Um, man, where did you, uh, where'd you grow up? Uh, how old are you? Well, I'm 21 years old, about to be 22. I grew up, uh, around Chesney, South Carolina and Shelby, North Carolina is kind of the deal where parents split up. So I spent both times there, but grew up in a racing family. Daddy was a three-time World Crown Four-Cylinder Nationals champion at uh, Cherokee Speedway, just down the road here at Gaffney. So I've been in racing all my life, did some racing, a little bit of myself, and now I'm an announcer for Millbridge Speedway in the Ultimate Super Late Mile Series, and figured I'd find me a job in racing. So I've been selling parts at different places ever since. That's right, man. That's what I like to hear. So, um, all right. Well, you've been in uh, in racing for a while then. As long <laughs> as I can remember. I started <laughs> racing go-karts when I was about 10, raced cars when I was about 16, then got a little too expensive. So I picked up a microphone and a camera, started announcing races and taking photos at races. I'm usually at a racetrack uh, every Saturday night, usually working monday through friday people wouldn't want to go out but i'm not one of the people that can sit in the stands and watch a race i have to be doing something and being productive somehow in the sports so uh since i retired from racing kind of i've kind of picked up other stuff <laughs> i feel you there man i was kind of the same way i went out to fayetteville motor speedway uh this past friday night and i was the same way i'm like i can't just sit here i gotta go talk to some people i know exactly how you feel man <laughs> so uh all right well what uh what drew you to coming to sri performance well, uh, I've known them for a while. Of course, I used to get parts sometimes from Josh and them over at SRI Dirt and Drag or other location just down the road here in Denver. But, uh, yeah, I'd been working through some other places, and I had a couple friends that worked here, and I'd been in shipping at the other places, and they said, hey, come, there's a job opening here. Why don't you interview for it? And I had a couple friends that worked here, so I knew I wouldn't be out on my own. I had some people to lean on, so. I went in and interviewed, and they offered me the job, and I took it. And I'd say the rest is history, but there ain't much history. Hopefully, <laughs> there is some history coming up here in the future. But right now, I've been here since November, and I've loved it ever since. As they call it, it's history in the making. History, there you go. That <laughs> That's bad when an announcer can't find the words. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a few of us every now and then, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, let's talk to you about that a little bit. What, um, what I know you said you kind of transitioned into that since you uh, got out of racing yourself, or as actually in the car, and you went into announcing and stuff. How did that ever come about? So, there is one big story about this. I was racing at Harris Speedway over there in Rutherfordton in 2016, running a four-cylinder down there. And uh, at that point, I'd been to Chesney High School, and I've always been kind of the talkative one. So it was natural for me to pick up a microphone. I'd been doing some Chesney High softball games and baseball games, actually, and uh, went out for hot laps. And I think the clutch come out of it or something, and uh, I was done for tonight. And like I said, I just can't sit around. And I'd known the announcer. Uh, he's pretty stored around these areas. It's called the mouth of the South. Dwayne Goins was the announcer up there. Right. And uh, so I went up there, see if I can announce my first racer two and i ended up announcing some heat races and i actually did the victory lane that night if i can find it somewhere there is actually a picture of me interviewing uh dustin taylor 
who won Crate Sportsman that night, and it looks weird because I'm holding the microphone, but both of us are in our driving suits. So <laughs> it was pretty cold. I kept my driving suit on. So once I got out of the car in 16, uh, uh, Scott Childress gave me the opportunity to come to co-announcer at Cherokee Speedway. So I did that for a year. Then I stayed at East Lincoln Motor Speedway for three years up to 2020. Did some at Friendship, too, when they run on Fridays. And started out in 2021 or the end of 2020, uh, Kelly Carlton texted me. I've known Kelly's known me since I was little. A part of my other racing, my stepdad was actually the crew chief for Mr. Saturday Night's Jeff Cook's car, super late model. So when Kelly was Southern All-Stars, they were doing that tour. So Kelly's known me ever since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. And uh, so he called me and said, what are you doing in 2021? I didn't have nothing set in stone. And he told me, Tommy Tedder, of course, uh, announcer also look up to was retiring. And I decided to chase my dream and follow the Super Late Model Tour and get behind the mic. And we've done two races. I did all the last season, and we've done two races so far this year at Smoky Mountain and Boyd's. And we got a heck of a schedule ahead of us for the rest of this year. That's what I was fixing to say. I looked at that schedule, and it looks uh, looks pretty pretty stout. I like it. So uh, we'll definitely be able to catch you at a track near us pretty soon. Oh, yeah. We'll be at uh, Europe towards Lakeview. We'll be actually – that's one of our next races. We do Carolina April 8th and Lakeview April 9th. That's so right. I'll be kind of up in your neck of the woods here in about two weeks. That's right. Cool. We might just have to uh, venture on out that way, man. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, since you've been at uh, SRI over there and you've had your uh, had your hands all in them boxes, uh, man, we like to tell everybody that SRI is pretty much, you know, if, if somebody's listening to us from outside the racing world, which probably not many, but even within, <laughs> but uh, the algorithm SRI, works in strange ways. You never it, know. It really does. <laughs> but SRI is essentially the Walmart of racing. Oh, definitely. Multiple. It started out stock car, steel, and aluminum, all for your tubing and fabricators and stuff like that. Now, uh, we've got the performance side, which is all of your engine stuff, our Dell West, Cleve White, stuff like that. And we also, of course, got the dirt and drag, which I'm more familiar with, all of your all-star products, Joe's, Draco Springs, anything, you name it. If you need something for your race car at home, you can get with us here at SRI Performance, and nine times out of ten, we're going to have something that fits your needs. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that, that is definite. Um, well, man, what is some of the, uh, you touch all the, everything is being shipped out up there. And, and I know there's a lot of not only new parts, but y'all even deal with a lot of used parts. And, um, I don't oh, know. If lot, yeah. That's why I was fixing to ask. Do, does a lot of people call in knowing what they're wanting use wise and you have to ship it out also? Uh, usually John Strange and Kenneth had all the used stuff and they, let's just say I usually roll my eyes and they bring stuff back because they bring back, not only they bring stuff back there a lot, but usually it's something big or <laughs> something that takes a couple boxes. But, yeah, I, we ship out a lot of used stuff. The Johns got a lot of connection with these cup uh, Xfinity and truck teams up here, ARCA teams. So we have a lot of used stuff coming from old cup cars and stuff that you could apply to your specific application. So, new or used we should have you covered yeah we got the walmart for the used stuff we also got ourselves kind of like a flea market back here we got all of our used stuff <laughs> that that is the part i like man I, i've come up there and toured around up there and man uh 
it is just like you said, it's like a flea market. I mean, you walk in there, <laughs> walk in the back building there, and it's just like, man, who would ever thought about this stuff? And uh, to see that every day at, uh, at SRI has to be pretty cool, especially somebody who was uh, originally in the racing world before you went to work there. Oh, yeah. It's def- it's, I wouldn't say it's a cheaper way out, but it's also kind of the easier way out. You got some of these grassroots people that can't sometimes can't afford the new stuff, and you also got some people that will check the used stuff before they get the new one, but it's a thought that, of course, most of our used stuff, we used to go to the scrap yard or the junkyard trying to pull them off old cars, but now that we got a centralized place to get these used parts, it not only makes it better for the racer, and it's also a concept that if I had this business, I would have never thought of in a million years, but it works pretty good. It seems to, and they seem to... uh to know what's going on up there and know what the racers need, man. What is, uh, what's some of the most common parts you see, uh, th- that you shipping out over there? Uh, a lot of engine stuff I've done. Like today, we got a big Dell West order in for a lot of the exhaust valves on the performance side. I shipped out a good bit of them. Uh, we do, we used to have a store called SRI Supplies, but it's merged in with SRI Performance now. It's basically all your nuts, bolts, washers body bolts pop rivets anything you can think of we got it i ship out a lot of it and um the dirt some dirt and drag stuff we got some all-star stuff here of course that's most down there at our denver location sri dirt and drag but it's almost it's hard to pinpoint just one thing because like i said we got such a vast inventory um maybe i'll ship something three times a day but most of the time it's always a different ball game that's right. Well, I'm gonna tell you, you're probably gonna see my name coming across here pretty soon because I'm gonna have to order me some uh some Draco Springs from a legend card. That's gonna I'm gonna try to slide out of there. <laughs> oh, we got we got plenty of them. We got in a big Draco order today. So if you call it in, we'll get it shipped. I'll get it shipped out for you, buddy. <laughs> Good deal, man. Well, cool, buddy. Well, it's great having you on here. Great uh, getting to know some of you guys over there at uh, at SRI in Stock Car Steel. So um. Man, looking forward to uh to catching you out at a track soon, buddy. Oh yeah, so when I'm in Eric Lakeview, come say hello to me. I'll be sure to uh, talk to you for a little bit, and we'll get to hang out a little bit, buddy. That sounds good, man. Well, we sure do appreciate it. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mister Blake Harris, and uh, go catch him announcing at a track near you pretty soon. Uh, but that is <laughs> that is this week's hot laps. All right. SRI does everything, but they, uh, as you just heard from Blake Harris there, and the, uh, he is the shipping manager over there. So, he, he, whatever you, whatever you buying from SRI Performance, he's got his hands on it before it comes to your he's door. He's getting it out. <laughs> he's got it, especially when you use that promo code C Bone Tennessean Chicken B O N E one zero. You can get ten percent off at time of checkout whenever you order online, and then uh, Blake over there will uh, package it up. Basically, a lot of times, just what I hear from a lot of people is, you know, his job is shipping, so he's got to figure out shipping costs, blah, 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 all that stuff. So uh, you're basically getting shipping free or a little more when yeah. you use C-Bone 10. Exactly. Can't beat that with a stick. You sure can. Go so, use it. Go use it all you can. But uh, like you just said, uh, <laughs> like me and Blake were talking about, SRI is essentially Walmart for race cars, Walmart for racers. So... Y'all uh, head over there, get all your racing supplies, get any fasteners, uh, welding supplies, 
Uh, then also head over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Get your uh, get all the materials that you need from there. They got a little bit of everything. Oh yeah, absolutely, sure do. And they get it to you in a hurry too. That is right for sure. Cool, cool, cool. Well, there was a uh, a lot of racing that went on this past week. Everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. And we still got racing going on. There's racing going on today still at Bristol. I mean, Oof. they'll be there all week. Yeah. Um, waiting on you guys to go up there and watch. Yeah, we missed it this year. We yeah, didn't, didn't get to go. But uh, it was a blast last year for sure. And um, I guess the uh, the inaugural year last year was just a lot of unknowns and whatever. But they learned a lot, I think, this year. Oh, yeah. Um, from what I saw, track looked really good. Yeah, tracks looked good to me. Yeah, so um, it's pretty Which cool. Which track didn't look bad last year? No, did it? it didn't. It didn't. It just... It, you always learn though. I mean, you learn little things that uh, right. they had. They had some bad, some issues with track breaking up a couple times last year. Yeah. And um, if they've had that, I haven't seen it. Right. Yet. I'll put it that way. But I think the way they've spread it out more has helped a lot too. Yeah. So, so that's been pretty cool to see. Um, but also, I'm gonna throw this out there: Cherokee Speedway had the Rock Galt Memorial makeup race from last year finally right uh go on this past week and it was also a dry dean extreme series race co-sanctioned um they were supposed to have a dry dean race at lakeview and it got rained out uh so yeah whatever so uh they had that one on friday night and our buddy downtown michael brown was able to take him home his first ever world of outlaw Win, I guess you since it's co-sanctioned, we're gonna call it a world yeah. outlaw. It was a world outlaw points race, so yeah, absolutely. So, all them guys were there. So, and that I was, think uh, Trent Ivy got he thinks he had fast time, didn't he? Did he? he I think might, he did. He have. I didn't first ever it. world of outlaw, uh, fast qualifier. So, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, see all our and then that's all our home state guys here, uh, all our South Carolina guys showing, showing up and showing out in the Palmetto State. Yeah, that's awesome to see for sure. Yeah, I, um, I I text Michael, uh, Michael Brown, uh, Saturday, and I tell him, you know, good job and stuff. But it's always crazy to me. It seems like every racer, and I don't care what series you talk about, asphalt, dirt, whatever, all of a sudden they have a baby, and they go to winning. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> must have took the pressure off. Of him. It must have. I mean, yeah. I don't know. So uh, congratulations to. Our buddy Michael Brown for uh taking home a win there on Friday night. And um then turn around Saturday night and another team SRI driver, Max Blair, took home his was that his oh, well regardless it was first his first this year, but I think it was his first World Outlaw series win on Saturday night there at uh at Cherokee. Sweet in the Rock Gulp Memorial. So that was a that was that was that was a good race. Um, I'm trying to remember who was up there with him. Um, I can't remember right now, but uh, they they put on a real good race. Um, so good for uh, Team SRI for sure. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And uh, you know we've we've seen Max that car. Um, they've 
gained so much. It's like every time I get on the racetrack, they just get better and better. Um, which Max is, he's a heck of a driver for sure. And they got good equipment there. Oh yeah, the whole uh, Viper Motorsports team there, they um they really get it done and and I can promise you Sean Martin don't he gives them whatever they need to go win. Oh, that, that is what he wants when they are on the yeah, track. Top notch stuff and everything looks good and clean always at the racetrack. So that that I think that makes a difference. I like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do too. I do too, for sure. I mean that's it's a it's a fine tuned operation they got going on over there and and they really, they understand them cars and getting better and better with it. Yep. And I will say, and I ain't dogging on anything by by no means, but but that was also, uh, the, this week, you know, normally we've been seeing a bunch of Longhorns up, run up front, and um, that was two Rockets, one at Cherokee. Hmm. And I don't, I don't know what it is, but that, that track seems to, I don't know if it's just the drivers or what, but it, it, it's been a lot of rockets here lately um other than chris ferguson another week he didn't win but he led every lap you know in his um team zero race car right but other than that we've seen chris madden win we've seen you know a few other ones win a lot in rockets at cherokee for some reason must be a a rocket track that's for sure i don't know um it's fast racetrack though yes very very fast racetrack so Whatever that is, whatever it does, the Rockets like it. That's for sure. Yeah, they definitely do. It's, um, they figured it out over there, so that's good. Good to see. Good to see. Um, good to see some new names coming up, and winning, giving all them uh, that them normals. I guess we'll say some some stiff competition. Yeah, for sure. That's always always nice to see. Well, cool, cool, cool. Well, speaking of uh. Some stiff competition. Um, we're just talking about Bristol a little bit. Um, night one for super late models. Uh, nice crowd. Um, they've had forty cars there, ish. I'm I'm wondering if the splitting up of different races have kind of hurt crowds at yeah, one or the other. I'm but thinking. well, yeah, but at the same time, forty cars is that's a typical show. Well, it is. I mean, you know, I think, well, I don't remember last year. I think we were, I think it was 60 or so. 60 or so, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I th- it's definitely got to make a difference because a lot of your local guys, they'll stay and try to run at, at Cherokee or, right. you know, whatever to, you know, to feel like they probably got a little better chance of making some money. Yeah. There versus trying to go up to Bristol and, and it's so much hanging RPM up there, you know. You better have your stuff together. Somebody that, that don't have motors sitting there ready to go, you know, they might not want to take that trip. So that may have something to do with it, too. I don't know. Um, and they might have noticed something from last year that they didn't want to go back because of, I don't know, who knows. But um, like you said, it's still a good crowd. I mean, it's still make a full oh, field yeah. for oh, sure. Yeah. For so. sure. And I, and I will say – I. And I'm not picking on anybody, but I will say probably, and I guess it's because of the money they're they're paying out. Um, probably the best of the best are at Bristol, or at Bristol this right. past week. Right, exactly. So exactly. So Friday night. Um, oh, uh, another team SRI driver, long time driver, Chris Smoky Madden took on the win. Um. He was pretty stout there 
last year. Ran pretty good for the most part from what I remember. So, uh, uh, but that dropped him off the uh, World Outlaw Tour for this year because he did not commit to every race. So, their rules are pretty strict about it. Um, well, com- Lucas, same way. You got to commit to every yeah, race. Yeah, that's so. just hurting those series, though. I mean, because. <laughs> And you can't blame them. You can't go run for ten thousand dollars when you got a fifty thousand dollar race. Hours, two and a half more hours up the road, there's a fifty thousand. You can't blame them for that. No. I mean, so, you know, I, I think it hurts them more than anything. And you know, in in a way, I kind of say do away with the points deal at the end of the year. Just pay more money throughout the year. And I think you'll have better shows. Be fine with me. Um, you know, I I don't see why they wouldn't do that, but um. With the hundred thousand or whatever it is at the end of the year, right? I, you know, I can see why some of these guys are going to stay, um, and it's going to help those guys some with a lot of the bigger names just chasing money. It's going to help them go for the points at the end of the year. So, I guess it's good and bad in some ways. It's, it's better for the the smaller teams to be able to try to commit and do it, but I can't see trying to stick with one series and missing out on. A million dollars worth of money <laughs> versus trying to make a hundred thousand dollars at the end of the year. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, with that being said, um, one guy that has that decided, and he, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's a big team. <laughs> no, our buddy Chris Ferguson had decided to run the XR. He committed to all the XR races. Yep, I saw that. So, um, and he was able to. Get it done there on Saturday night. So uh, let's go talk to him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone is the uh, <laughs> he he come off a win last year at Bristol. Didn't win quite as much money, but this year he took home the Saturday night portion, taking home a big check of fifty thousand dollars. Fergie time, Chris Ferguson. What is up, man? Oh, just sitting here in the Bristol uh, parking lot, still here at the track. Uh, Enjoying it, enjoying the week here, and uh, gonna get ready for next weekend too. There you go, there you go. It's it's um uh, it's it's already time to look forward to bringing home some more. Is that right? Yeah, there's another uh, hundred thousand out there for this coming weekend. So, uh, and on top of that, a hundred thousand dollar bonus for uh, highest points getters. So, uh, really uh, excited about that, and still pumped though. You know, riding the wave wave for uh winning 50 grand a couple nights ago so just really soaking it all in right now that's what i'm talking about man and uh that's what we was gonna call and tell you man we just want to tell you big time congratulations on a uh on a big win like that man starting out this uh xr series in a big way and um congratulations man man i appreciate it i'm very very uh thankful to be in this this uh, situation, winning this race, and um, to win last year was pretty big, and then to win the big one this year, it's uh, it's amazing. I'm very, very blessed and uh, just thankful of all the people that got me to this point, and uh, happy I can uh, cross a big 50,000 win race off the list. That's right, man. That's right. And uh, I know I, I think I actually sent it to you, but um, I got a uh, – there was a memory popped up on my Facebook the other day, actually, as me and you standing mm-hmm. up there at Victory Lane. And uh, from last year, and I was like, man, go get it. I know you can do it again. So uh, it's, it's awesome to see it happen again, man. 
Yeah, for sure. Two years in a row is something special, you know, winning uh, the first night and then leading some of the second night and then coming back here and grabbing another win. It, it says a lot to, to lead the caliber cars that are here uh, three out of the four races and, and then win two of them. It's, it's absolutely amazing, and it uh, says a lot about my team and my race program right now. And I really think uh, we put people on notice that we're one of those guys, even though sometimes we're overlooked. Um, I think people have to uh, uh, be sure to watch out for us, you know, at these big races. That's for sure, man. And uh, me and Sterling's talked about that before. That uh, you always, you always tend to show up and show out at the big races. Uh, and and unfortunately, through different circumstances over the years, when the big races come up, you, it, they've kind of eluded you a little bit, um, taking on many more wins other than those. But it's it's got to feel nice to finally get that feather in your cap, per se. Yeah, for sure. This is this is the moment we all we all race for, and, and winning the big paying races is just puts you on a whole nother level that for the longest time I always wanted to be on, you know, I, I've been close at the dirt track world championship, close at the dream, close to the world and the North South 100, the show me 100, all these races I've ran top five in. And, uh, and it's really been over the last, I'd say four years, four or five years, um, that I've really been close and to finally have one go my way, just, uh, that race went my way, you know, I, ran second the first couple laps but i had a car capable winning and and i uh, was able to to uh you know take take advantage of a position that we put ourselves in to win and now that we've uh knocked down one of these big ones uh now it's just about getting another one and and then hopefully getting another one at some of the big racetracks like eldora and, and uh and also you know the other other crown jewels like the dirt track world championship and the north south you know just you're you're an elite company whenever you win the high paying races and it's always been a dream of mine since I was a kid. For sure, man, for sure. Um does it uh does it does it help the sting a little bit from a few weeks ago when uh leading pretty much every lap over at Cherokee and then having a flat with just a couple to go. I know this has gotta gotta ease that a little bit. Oh, a thousand percent. I wouldn't <laughs> have it the other way around. So um you know, now that's just the afterthought. It's uh, it is nice to know that of the four races I've ran, I've, I've should have won two of them, and and um, you know, just getting that redemption definitely uh, makes everybody feel better, and also uh, helps us to forget about that race now and, and move on from it. So uh, it, it still sucks losing one like that, but at the end of the day. Uh, if I had to lose one to win one one of these big ones at Bristol, I'll take it any day of the week. That's right. Uh, I would rather rather not lose one at Bristol on the last lap uh, <laughs> compared to Gaffney. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, man, um, it, obviously, and and me and Sterling have talked about before that you've kind of over the last couple years, you've kind of been the the top Team Zero race car. Um, for for a lot of it, uh, in our eyes, anyway, um. But how, man, coming into 2022, it really seems like, you know, this these Team Zero chassis have really uh, stepped up and um and really turned a corner because, obviously, you went, you running up front, winning, and then Scott finishing second. Yeah, we, um, 
you know, this past off season, we really um, got our heads together. And Scott, Shane McDowell, Bruce Nunnally, or Bruce built, um, just decided to make you know some small changes on the cars. Nothing drastic because clearly over the performance of the last couple of years with with Dale with uh, myself, and then, you know, even a couple years ago with Chris Madden, Scott, and, and Scott's cars, you know, there's still speed in the cars. Um, I just think that we needed to do a little refining, um, and and I think now, more than ever, um, you know, Scott's really uh, got a fire under him to, to run good in these big races because he's went through some adversity the last few years, and, um, Naturally, when Scott wants to run good, everybody that's part of Team Zero uh, benefits from it. So, um, you know, we've always had really good cars, but I think now uh, with the success that Dale had at Speed Weeks and the way Scott ran the last two nights, same thing with us, I think people are going to really take notice to how good the cars are and, and how good they've been. And and, uh, and it's nice to to be able to say that you know, in these races, we might only have four or five cars in the field, but typically they're at the front of the pack. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, good deal. Well, uh, uh, one thing I want to know is, uh, how long did the party last Saturday night? Yeah. <laughs> so long story short, you know, we, uh, with it being about 38 degrees outside, we, uh, we hung around in the pits for a long time. We were probably the last one to load up, but, uh, we, uh, me and my girlfriend and my brother and two of my crew guys, um, about 11 o'clock, we uh, we left the track and headed over to Waffle House and got us the all-star special. And uh, <laughs> we called it a night after that because it was uh, a little too cold to really, <laughs> to really get into any trouble. Well, that's the best way, way to celebrate any win or anything, isn't it, at the Waffle House? Oh, the Waffle House all-star special. And, and for some reason, the coffee there is always coffee there is on point even at 11 30 at night you know, i had me a sweet tea and a glass of coffee and a cup of coffee and all-star special and i was ready for bed <laughs> i hear you there man cool deal all right well coming up like you said a chance to uh honestly take home another two hundred thousand dollars so uh you looking at another hundred thousand dollars worth of races this weekend man and uh then like you said that point still so what um as you saw the track progress from just friday to saturday um what you looking forward to do this week do you think it's gonna be much different you think it's gonna you're gonna have to change a lot or are you looking at it to go in kind of where you left off i think we're you know we're really close to our package last year there so you know we kind of know how we're going to unload um, you know, the track changes a little bit. It's got a little different character this year than it did last year. So we had to make a few adjustments, but, uh, you know, going into this, this weekend, we're going to do what we know works early. We've been pretty, pretty good in qualifying, maybe not quick time, but, but, you know, top two, three, four cars, we're right there where we need to be to start on the front row of the heat race and then get a heat win. So, um, you know, just, just fine tune everything and, and make some really good adjustments and we should be uh hopefully we're right there in the ballpark where we were when we left out on saturday night cool deal man cool deal well we uh look forward to uh 
to checking you out uh, Friday and Saturday again, man, and hoping you uh, hoping you bring home some more money, man. Yeah, same here. I um, I still can't believe we're racing for the money we are. It's it's amazing to see what um, the purses that XR is putting out this year, and and I know everybody, you know, World of Outlaws, Lucas Oil, everybody's set their purses up. So, you know, it's it's amazing that we're able to to race for this kind of money, and I'm very appreciative of it. And uh, you know, maybe if some things go our way this coming weekend. You know, we could really do good, and, and that money does a lot for my race team. So, uh, you know, just having the weekend we had this weekend meant a lot. But um, just to have an opportunity to do even more is a special thing, and I'm super grateful for it. For sure, man. And uh, me and Sterling were actually just talking about that before you got on with us. Um, you know, we know you work out of your shop in your backyard, and uh, and it's it's really cool to see you come with, you know, you got two cars and and – but are able to get up there and obviously outrun the best of the best that are at Bristol this week. So, uh, it's, it's awesome to see man. And, and, uh, we're really proud of you, buddy. I appreciate that, man. We're, um, super thankful for, you know, the people that work on my stuff and, and the, the, the people that we're aligned with, you know, with making these cars go fast. It's, it's no secret that, um, the Sterling model world's tough and you can be, riding high one week and be at the the lowest lows the next so um i've been very very fortunate to um get myself involved with the right people that way the areas that i might not have um an advantage at you know per se with maybe having a you know a decent size shop or an unlimited budget but there is areas that that make a difference on the racetrack that i've been able to have an advantage at That's and right. um super thankful that we're able to do it and i'm glad that people notice it like it's a a very rewarding um feeling that we get for sure buddy i i believe it man that's a it's it's cool to see the emotion that you give when you get out the car man because it is you can tell it is a uh it's true emotion it's not like somebody that's just you know Go, going through the motions that we know when when Chris wins that it is a uh, a heartfelt emotion when you get out of that car, man. Yeah, it is. I just I know how much everybody gives, and uh, everybody gives one hundred and ten percent on my team. And there's a lot of people who sacrifice a lot of time and uh, a lot of money and and a lot of uh, they just give everything they have just to see us run good. So to have that moment of uh, gratification, you know, for all these people that make it possible for us. It, it's a very emotional and it's a very uh, fun experience. And I do my best to let everyone know how much, uh, how much it means to me. For sure, buddy. Well, let everybody know. Um, I know uh, you, you got the typical cast of characters on there, but let everybody, let everybody know who's helping you out that's on the side of that race car this year. Yeah, for sure. I just want to thank uh, Div Trend Machining. Um, Live Oak Family Industry, K&K Trucking, uh, the Racing Warehouse, Heckles Plumbing, uh, Carolina Roof and Carver and Sons Roof and uh, Schaefer's Oil, Doug Smith and um, everybody at Schaefer's Oil uh, up in St. Louis. They're doing a ton for us this year and we're very appreciative. Uh, XR, uh, Western Cleanup Services, um, uh, Base Race Fuels, and Bowtie Limousine Service, Fox Racing Shocks, uh, Exodon, Valve Train, um, JB Heating and Air, Sweet Victory, um, K 
Kenny's components, uh, Hoosier Racing Tire by Brian, uh, Team Zero Race Cars, Bruce Built, Shane McDowell Racing, um, Clements Racing Engines, and uh, all my other sponsors, um, JB Steel, Tim Bristol, um, Wayne, uh, man, just so many people on my race car, all my product sponsors, and um, Buzzy Racing, uh, Jericho, Winner's Performance, um, just, man, all the components on my race cars, Dynamic Drive Lines was here, Victory Lane with us. Um, I just, very, very uh, thankful to have, it ain't just one person that takes an army, and I'm very, very happy to have so many people that support us, so all my sponsors and, and all my crew and, and family for being behind us. For sure, brother. Well, uh, it's awesome to see, and uh, uh, we wish you the best of luck again. But uh, I got one more question, man. Did you uh, did you head outside the track at all and go see your buddies from the Say Majula Speed Shop and go try your hand out on some iRacing down there to try to get fast time? I did, man. <laughs> I got my butt kicked. I was two-tenths off the fastest time. So uh, it was a really cool deal to do, and we're going to do it again this week. Um, we... Uh, we were able to work with uh, WR1 Chad Wheeler, who's a dirt track racer, to uh, get a sim rig to do this. And we put Bristol dirt up. And uh, I went up there, ran a 15.5, thought I was pretty good. And then Saturday rolls around, all the big boys come into town. And Brent Evans went a, a 15.3, two tips quicker than me. So wow. I got my butt handed to me. <laughs> but that was about. I think 100 different drivers on the sim rig this weekend. So um, super excited to bring iRacing and, and uh, the CFM Esports Majula C Speed Shop to the real dirt track world. And and as you know, you know with you, your guys' series, we have a blast. And uh, and it's fun to get the sim racing involved with the real world. We, we really enjoy it. Yeah, man, we do too. And uh, we definitely going to have to do some talking. And uh, we're going to get something up for this summer again, man. A hundred percent, man. We're on board. Good deal, man. Well, cool deal, buddy. Well, congratulations again, and I promise you we are rooting for you to go out there and uh, win a whole pile more this weekend. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you guys for having us. We always enjoy coming on uh, Chicken Bone Alley. Congratulations one more time to our buddy Fergie Time, Chris Ferguson, taking home that. Awesome, man. Taking home some good money from Bristol there and – well, it was really cool last year. I mean, we were put to put the camera on his car, and <laughs> and it vibrated. I, I finally told him the story about that. Yeah, um, that kind of we stuff. were at um, where were we at? We were at uh, Wings Etc. Yeah, and me and him got to talking, and he had, he finally I said something about a camera. He said, "Man, didn't you have a camera on my car at at Bristol?" I said, "I did." I said, "I've been meaning to tell your story about that." I said, he said, did it not record? I said, it, it recorded in time lapse for some reason. Yeah. I have no clue why. Haven't ever had that problem since. Yeah, that was terrible because he pretty much all but well, dominated. He did dominate race. Race. I mean, <laughs> He did dominate So, uh, yeah, it would have been pretty cool for sure. But uh, yeah, it, Like all the pictures from last year, you see our camera in there just flop down. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't good. But uh, anyway, so... Um, yeah, following him and 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 being uh, hanging out with him last year and, and seeing him dominate that race and seeing him come back and and do the same thing just in on Saturday that was sweet for sure to see. So, um, 
like you said, best of luck to him this weekend. And uh, he's definitely uh, got a good starting point, that's for sure. Most definitely. And uh, I will say, and uh, he knows this, but he's a, he's one of the drivers I am proud to call a friend out there. Um, we, we talk to a lot of people, and, and Chris is definitely one that I can just walk up to anytime. And, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, friends that hadn't seen each other in a while for you know because a lot of times we don't get to see each other for a while so it's uh it's i'm proud of him myself you know as a friend more than anything and then uh just just glad to see it so it's been it's been really cool to see his his progression it's awesome to see how well he is running this year well going back last year and even this year but i mean it's just awesome to see how well he's running and he's got a great family I, i talk to his mom regularly and they're just they're good they're good people absolutely they sure are um good to see people Cole, like that Cole, cole's good friends with, with his mama <laughs> yeah 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 he, she she loves some cold now that's for sure <laughs> um yeah that's it's definitely cool to see them and uh <clears throat> like a big family over there for sure so yeah so if y'all uh see the uh see the trailer out at uh, the merch trailer out at the track go, go go talk miss allison yeah tell her we sent you over there <laughs> definitely go buy something from her though. Definitely buy something from her. I know and they Cole, got plenty of stuff. Too. Cole bought every diecast car that they that yes. that they sold. Yes. Um, he's got them all downstairs. He's sitting them up. So that's pretty cool. Chris Ferguson races. Chris Ferguson every night. Every night. Like seven deep. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's so cool. So cool. But uh, you know what he won him on also. How about them headers, man? He won that won fifty thousand on some profab headers. Yes, sir. Y'all uh, check out Profab Headers and Exhaust. Uh, go talk to Andrew over there. Tell him we sent you over there. Um, man, supers, crates, uh, anything you pretty much got, uh, asphalt or dirt. Um, y'all go see. Y'all go check out Profab Headers for all your exhaust needs in this racing industry because they are quality that wins. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of, if you want to know what they uh, what they go well with, to also. What's that? Go well with some uh, Earl Ramey racing. Engine. There you go. <laughs> they uh, produce the optimum amount of power. Big word. Good word. That's big word. Good one, big word. I'm gonna follow big words tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but they produce the optimum amount of power with Earl Ramey racing engines. Um, it's so crazy because me and Earl's actually talked about it, and and Earl and Andrew are buddies also, and uh, so it's it's really cool to see them work together. To make each other's better, make Earl makes Andrew and them build better headers, and uh, Andrew and the guys at Profab make Earl build better motor. So you can't lose, can't, can't lose. So uh, go get some of that Earl Ramey power to put under your hood today, and you will uh, will not regret it at all, by no means. No sir. And uh, why after you get it under? Get you some time on that uh, chassis down there. I saw the uh, Carolina Pro late model series. They took one of the winner's cars to Earl's shop to put on the chassis dyno because they have a horsepower check. Um, your motor cannot produce over a certain amount of horsepower. So they keep those guys in check, uh, which is really cool, kind of. Yeah, it is. Um, keep some good level playing field for everybody. They're working on handling there, and which, I mean, you're still working on amounts of torque and how you can make that speed work for you and make that horsepower work for you. So, But that's how much they trust Earl Ramey and his uh, chassis dyno is when a series 
is using his chassis dyno to get yeah. their baseline numbers. So, I tell you, it's good stuff. <clears throat> no doubt. Good stuff, for show. So, uh, y'all head over and check out Earl Ramey today. Get you some power under your, your hood. You ain't going to beat it? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, tell y'all something real quick. Um, we've, we've had a lot on this show today. <laughs> yes. This, this is a show about phone calls. Yeah, I'll, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like talking to all these people. It's really cool. Um, but I want to tell y'all about something real quick. And uh, went to Fayetteville Friday night. Me, my dad, and Landon, like I said earlier, uh, went up there to watch some racing and uh, pick up a body and and do uh, do some cool stuff up there. Got some driver interviews. One of the coolest things I saw there, though. I couldn't hardly watch the race. I could see the race out there, but I couldn't watch it. Because there was one of the... If, if y'all haven't seen our Facebook or TikTok or whatever else, go check it out. Because I put it on everything. I put it on YouTube. I put it on all this stuff. Because I found one of the best flagmen that I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I'm on. I'm on, I, I liked it so much. I messaged him to find out if we could have him on the show today. So let's go to the phone, ladies and gentlemen. I I had the privilege of watching, as I was just talking about, one of the best flag men I've ever seen ever. And I've been going to a whole lot of races. Mr. Carson Matthews, what is going on, Carson? Are you doing all right today, buddy? Yep. Good deal, man. Oh, Carson, how old are you? I'm 11. He's 11 years old. And I'm going to tell y'all what. We were out at Fayetteville Motor Speedway. Carson had his flag set, set up there on about the first row of the bleachers. And I ain't taking nothing away from nobody. No flag man ever. But Carson has done his studying on flagging. And we put up a video of him flagging the race. And man... I know I put up one, your mom put up one, and, and it's going crazy, man. Everybody's seeing your flag. How, how, how you like that? Uh, it's, uh, it's surprising. <laughs> how long uh, how long you been been in the stands flagging, man? Uh, four years. Four years? What four or five years. I got you. What, um, what, I, I know a lot of people go to racetracks, and, um, they, uh, they they like the race cars, want to get in the race cars, but uh, obviously we 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 gotta have flagmen in there. So, uh, what made you want to start uh, getting so good at being a flagman? I just watched a bunch of flagmans, and uh, I was like, hey, I just want to do this, so I just got into it. That's what I'm talking about, buddy. Uh, is was there any one particular flagman you tried to kind of model your style of flagging after, or did you just kind of find stuff you like from different people and and uh, just made it your own? Dave Farney. Is that who it was? Mm-hmm. He's good? Yeah, he is. He's the head flag man at Charlotte. That's right. That's right. What uh what made you uh want to follow him and, and, and model your, your flagging style after him? He just had a unique style of flagging and I just added my techniques onto it. Cool man. Well uh have have you gone to a bunch of different tracks and flagged or is it kinda of one thing at Fayetteville or, or how how do you do it? Uh, I used to flag at Dublin, but now I uh, flag at Fayetteville. Okay. 
Okay, good deal. Well, Kim, you on the phone too here with us? Yes, sir. Good deal. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, you've got a uh, young man there on your hands that uh that has taken up something that I've seen men that's done it for forty years not be near as good at. <laughs> yes, yep. He he's real good, surprisingly how fast he picked everything up and just kind of did his own thing with it. So he's, he's doing really good. He really is. Was it one of them things that he come to you one day and was like, I want to try flagging or it is just, just kind of start happening. Yeah. So we, my father-in-law used to race um, at Dublin in the pier stock. So we would take him and he would get in the back of the truck. He started out with just a little old checker flag, just waving it. And then it just kind of progressed from there. Um, I want to say my father-in-law got him a set of flags for Christmas one year, and he kind of, you know, did that for a little while, and then we bought him another set and another set, and it's just kind of become his thing. Well, I'm going to tell you what, um, it, it was sure cool to see. It's, it's cool to see young people getting into the sport, um, and, and not only in the racing capacity, just it, working in it however they can. And being a flag man is a is an important job, obviously, but it's, it's right. cool to uh, cool to see how he's done it. Um, is is this been something that's been going on? He said for four years, obviously, is uh, every time y'all go to a race, he's just down there flagging every time. Yeah, so he was actually real little when he first started, but since he's got like really good and been doing it in front of a lot of people, it's probably been the past four or five years, but. Yeah, he, he enjoys it. Um, he will be in Charlotte in May. I think it's with the XR Series That's right. um, dirt track. So he'll be there, I think, May 14th. Um, Wes White reached out to us, too, and he's been very gracious to us, and he's given him the opportunity to go there and flag a race. So he's excited about that. I'm excited to see it because uh, I'm going to tell you, well, like I just told him, I, I've, I've, I've been around – We've been around sport quite a while, and uh, good flag men are hard to come by. And and seeing someone that is uh, so so involved in the race, not just not just up there waving a flag around, he is involved in the race and watching yeah. and paying so close attention. It's, it's really cool to see, and I know you gotta be proud of him. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep, him to be so shy and stuff. It's like when he gets out there, it's just ain't nobody else there but him and them race cars and them flags. So. It's it's good seeing him in his comfort zone like that. Well, I'm a, well, Carson. I'm gonna tell you, buddy. Um, <laughs> I know your mom has probably seen it also, but I know on the video we posted, and I know video she's posted. Uh, there's been many tracks that have posted on there that you were more than welcome to come flag at their track anytime. So uh, that says a lot, man. That uh, that all these tracks are seeing what you're doing, and they they love your style, man. Thank you. <laughs> no problem, buddy. Uh, also, while I was on here, man, um, uh, our buddy Michael Butler reached out to me. He told me to tell you hey for him. <laughs> um, I said hey back. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, what cool deal. Well, that's awesome. And uh, w- w- y'all y'all know what the next race is coming up? You going to be yet? Uh, not sure yet. Okay. Okay. Probably whenever they race again at Fevel, he'll probably go there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Good deal. Well, buddy, I'm a, uh, I'm on show. I, I'm a, I've been showing everybody I've come across the video of a uh, of of you out there doing your thing, and so keep up the good work, man. And um, I, I'm pretty sure here in a, 
next couple of years, we're probably going to see you with a, uh, if you keep that up, we'll, we'll see you with a big series traveling around being a uh, tour flag man for somebody. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, buddy. And also thank you, Kim. We, uh, we appreciate thank you, uh, you getting him on here and spend some time with us this afternoon. Thank y'all. We appreciate it. Not a problem. We will definitely see y'all out at the track next time. All right. Sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our, uh, our, our new little buddy, Mr. Carson Matthews. Um, I'm going to tell you what. It is, I, I don't know. I've been at a few races. I know me and you have been at a few races that there's a exciting flag man to watch. But that just brings like a whole nother element to the race. Oh, it definitely For is. some reason. I don't know what it is. Yeah, for sure. And like some of the World Outlaw sprint car races, he's yeah. a real good flag man. Um, He's definitely going to be one of them guys, that's for sure. Um, I can see him definitely staying in dirt, staying excited and moving right up through there with Word About Laws or, you know, whoever it may be at that point. Lucas or XR like he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe they'll uh, get him on there because, dude, I'm going to tell you, I haven't seen many flag men as as that into it when you're spotting the car in front. I mean, just doing the perfect things. Um if you haven't seen, I'm going to repost this video. I'm going to reshare it on our Facebook page. I posted it Friday night, um, and it's got over it's, it's what over 50,000 views already just on our Facebook. Yep. And, and <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's like, uh, I don't it's It's got another 30,000 on our TikTok. And, I mean, I've posted all kind of videos before. I've never gotten that kind of reaction off right. of anybody so it's cool to see absolutely you know, he's, like, going, he's going places for sure little kids and puppies well you post it everybody that's gonna be our new podcast little kids and puppies that's what it's called maybe <laughs> yeah. they'll watch or listen whatever oh <laughs> uh, yeah but <clears throat> no that's that's really cool to see and uh like you said man he's uh he's got a big bright future ahead of him um in the racing world for sure for sure any track would be uh any track that that would be a privilege to have him oh, flagging yeah. your race, no have doubt. Carson flagging your race there. So, uh, good on you there, Carson. Uh, hope to see you soon, buddy, and uh, hope to uh, hope to see you up in the flag stand. They need to get you on up there. Absolutely, I know there's always the well, we got insurance to blah, blah, blah. No, this kid's good. Just get him. He's up there. good. He'll be all right. Get him up there. <laughs> get yeah, him up yeah. there. He knows what to do. I'm gonna tell you. And I ain't dog. I am not down in the flag man at Fayetteville at all because he's good. He's a good flag man. He's not Carson. <laughs> right. I'm going to compare every flag man to Carson now. I mean, that, that was that's. I mean, I'm just that that into it for me to just videotape because I don't just sit around and videotape something. And I was glad that Kim wasn't upset that I was videotaping her child. <laughs> no, so, she couldn't be. No, no she's got to be proud of him. So, uh, so, but. I, I just don't do that, and he just, it was, I don't know, it was so refreshing to see a young child be yeah, that into it. Into it, it's awesome. It was, it was really awesome. So, uh, it's cool to see, cool to see. So, uh, like I said, I was there Friday night um, at Fayetteville. I will say this real quick, and then we talked about it real quick. Uh, let me elaborate a little bit on it. Uh, 31 legend cars. Pile of them. Pile of them. Was there a pile up of them? There was. <laughs> there was a couple pile up of them. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> there was so much pile up of them that uh, my daddy finally looked at me there. He said, you sure you want to run that thing on dirt? <laughs> yeah. I'm and like, bodies, I want to run it. I want bodies is expensive. They are. They are. Yeah. They ain't getting no cheaper either. And um, that's, ooh, yeah. I mean, the good thing is the center section of the body. Don't Even the cars I saw get tore up. They didn't really get tore up. Fenders flew everywhere. I saw more just demolish fenders off legend cars than I've ever seen mm. anywhere. I mean, it was so, and it wasn't ever run into people. I saw so many of them, they had so much rollover yeah. on the right rear. I saw about three cars that go in the corner and they bounce. Well, there was a hole going into one, so they would kind of bounce down in it. And when they bounced down in it, they would bottom out on the fender. Mm. And all of a sudden, the fender would just fly, I mean, just blow up, it looked like. Jesus. In the air. I mean, I was like, ooh. So, a little more clearance on that. Just take the fenders off. That's what I say, too. Take them <laughs> off on dirt, shoot. Yeah. That'd be fun. But, uh, so, 31 cars. Um, uh, I did a live with uh, Jake Locklear. He's kind of new to the uh, legend car scene. He's only run, like, uh... I don't know, like four or five races so far. Um, but I got a chance to meet him out at uh, Florence on a day we were over there testing, trying to test a car. Him and his dad, Jeremy, they're, they're real nice people. And um, so we got to hang out with them a little bit and talk to them. And uh, also Jaden Bolin, who is, uh, if anybody's in Legend Cars, they know who Jaden Bolin is. He is the uh, dude, I'm going to tell you, that, that dude's insane. He's um, He is a phenom. <laughs> Right in a in a uh, go kart. I'm, I'm in a. I'm thinking in a legend car. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm all off, all over the place. But uh, he is insane. He he got in somebody's car the other night. The Adams family ride, and it was just all for him. It, it the way that they set up typically wasn't the way he drives. They changed some stuff. Got it. Closer and closer and closer. He started sixth and by lap three, he was in second. Mm. And uh was coming well, it took him forever to run one lap, but <laughs> he was coming hard and he went to go up under the leader and the leader tried to change his line, go to the outside and it didn't work. He got loose and he come back around in front of everybody. Mm. Jaden was the first one that got collected in it. And uh but he he had that race. That would that was his race to win, I think. Um, unfortunately, circumstances didn't work out for him. But it, it was crazy to see, man. And uh, Jake didn't quite make the feature on Friday night. Um, he just had some tough looking to be main. He was coming up through there, and every time somebody would spin out in front of him or, or something. So he didn't make it on Friday night. But this was only his, this was his first time racing dirt ever. Really. Uh, Jake's, oh. yeah, Jake Locklear's, and I was impressed by him because night two, he was racing inside top five, and really? got and was going for third and got took out with like three laps to go. Wow! So that's very impressive. That was, it was very impressive, very impressive. So uh, we I talked to them guys a good bit, and I think we might you know do some hanging out at the track with them. So that's pretty cool to see. They're good people, real good people. Um, but they had 31 again on uh, Saturday night. And there was also an INEX race at Dillon Asphalt. Well, Jaden goes over there with Nick Pistone, insane grip, and goes over there and waxes them. Well, of course. Second time at the track, won both of them. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, that's a tough competition you got there. Dude, I'm going to tell you. And there was a crowd of them there. I'm like, where are all these legend cars coming from around here? They won't know. I like them. it. Yeah. It'll make me look bad, but I like it. <laughs> hey, you'll be up there. I don't know about that, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll try to get it. Um, I mean, but that's like I just looked and somebody showed on there that Hoosier dirt tires, they can't get any. Earliest they're saying is late April on them. So, I mean, I'm like, oh, I want to go run some dirt, but I can't even get tires to run dirt. Yeah. I can't hardly get, I got a set to run asphalt and I need more and I can't get in. Right. I get it. He get in a couple of blue plates today, though. So we got new blue plate, new fuel pump, new coals. Should be everything. You need. <laughs> I don't think we hadn't changed the red box yet. Well, I changed I, all that first. I think it's good though. Yeah. Pretty sure it's good. But all that other stuff, yeah. Actually, I got in two blue plates today. Somebody was selling two of them, and I got both of them. Sweet. So, uh, anyway, um, but anyway, rolling on from that, uh, we done. Talked enough on here today, pretty much. <laughs> we don't had everybody on here. I don't think we've ever had four interviews in one show, have we? Not that I know of. No. So this is a first for us. So had some NASCAR action over the weekend. Um uh Zane Smith won the truck race. I don't know if you've seen it from Coda. Uh Kyle Bush was leading last lap. Uh Stuart Friesen and Alex Bowman went to go in up under him. They all got together and Zane Smith skirted on past all three of them. Oh, okay. And Kyle was not happy oh, with Alex Bowman. And Alex Bowman knew it. He said, he walked over to it. He said, I know you're mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was correct. <laughs> <laughs> he was correct. But it was, I mean, I can't fault Alex. Alex went in going for it. it looked like he got into Stewart or Stewart come down. I don't know. I mean, just, they got together. Went in three wide in a really tight corner. And when it did, it just looked like it straightened his wheel up. And they just yeah. went out. And none of them wrecked or anything. They just pushed them all out. So, right. But anyway, uh, come back on Saturday, uh, AJ Almondinger put it on them. The dinger, yeah. The dinger put it on them. And I'm going to tell you what, I watched Cup Race yesterday, and uh, it was a fairly exciting race, actually. Um, that racetrack, I'm glad it... It was crazy when it was raining last year. When it oh, it was very it. crazy. But I'm kind of glad it wasn't raining this year. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of see how it did for the cup cars. Um, and it was actually pretty good, I will say. Um, it was tough for them. It was them tight corners on restarts was. Yeah, was tough. I love that though. I love that. I love Coda because there's so many different variations. Oh yes, there's so many different. Well, I mean, you know, like. Um, Charlotte, the Roval, right? You know, they took out some. Yeah, took out the slow corner where I would say would be your passing corner. I mean, right. that'd be a good. You know, they took them out, which they got a lot of those at Coda, especially so. now that they got a uh, a five speed transmission. Right. Yeah. So I'd like to see that come back because I don't think it really makes for a lot better racing. Um, but man, they they sure using bumpers a lot, which Ooh. I like. I like. I mean, you know, it's just but. <clears throat> Yeah. Talking about that cup race, what little what, what little bit I gotta see about it, but AJ is unreal under braking. Yeah, that's where that's where he beats everybody. In on a road course. It is unbelievable what he makes up under braking. Yes. I just can't figure that out. He drove in it looked like eight car lengths. I mean he was eight car lengths behind. He was like three quarter of a second, made yeah. it up in one corner. One corner. 
Come that's up. unreal, bro. That's that's a combination of not only breaking but shifting. Breaking, well, shifting mainly clutch, shifting. Yeah, I mean, it's just it. so you don't wheel hop. You don't. How in the world? I don't know. It's just it's he's figured it out. To watch, it's yeah. cool to watch him do it. Um, I know me and you spoke on it, and then you said, "Let's just talk about it on the show." Uh, I think we have a little bit differing opinion. Yeah, on um, the end of the race there. Yeah, well, um, whoever didn't see it, you know. Um, Ross Chastain was leading, taking the white. Um, and AJ and Alex Bowman were. Well, I think Bowman was was Bowman second. I can't remember. No, but, I think AJ was second. AJ was second. Yeah, three quarters yeah, yeah. of a second back. Yeah, and um, he pretty much stayed three quarters of a second back until yep. like the last mm, half of the track, three quarters, yeah. half of the track. And AJ just like we were starting saying, and he just killed him under braking, and and um, whether he whether AJ drove it in harder, um, I don't know, too hard, whatever. But he got in the back of Ross, and he he just moved him up the racetrack in the corner, in the center of the corner, just moved him up the racetrack. Um, didn't spin him, didn't do nothing. Uh, so. I knew as soon as I saw that Ross was going to retaliate of some sort because I've seen what he I see what he did oh, to yeah. Kevin Harvick at Darlington. <laughs> he go, he's coming back, you know. There's no doubt about that. Especially after what two or three second place finishes in a yes. row or whatever it's been. So, um, which which I'll, I'll I'll say that in a minute. But um, so Ross naturally retaliates and he's pushing AJ all through the bumps and that little what I don't even know what corner or where that's at, but. Anyway, he's pushing him, pushing him, pushing him, and um, you know, got him into Alex and swung him out. Um, and Ross went on to win. So yeah, I I think AJ made it look a lot more smooth. <laughs> um, but AJ knew what he was doing. Yeah, there's no way around. You can't tell me that he knows how to get in the corners of the road course. He could have got into that corner without getting in the back of it. He could have, but I think this where this where I think we have differing opinions on. Um, because the corners are so tight, especially the second half of that track. The second, the the first half is the S's long straightaway. Um, it's just speed, pretty much. Um, AJ knew he wasn't gonna catch him there. there there's no way to catch him there. You got to catch him in a corner, which is what he was planning on. And the only way to pass in a tight corner like that is you got to get up under him. Right. Well, Ross was going to naturally protect the bottom. So I feel like what AJ did wasn't very egregious. He knew when. That, that, that is the thing I'm thinking. I don't know. I wasn't in the car. But that's the thing I'm thinking is the difference between AJ and Ross. And I'm not saying I don't like Ross. I like Ross a lot, and I'm actually glad he won. I've been looking for him to win all year. I've 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 been pulling for him since back in you know all the mess with Ganassi and everything. So yeah, I like Ross Chastain. I really do, and I like AJ Allmendinger. They were they they were teammates last year. Right. Um, but the difference is is AJ knew where to get to Ross to make a pass using the bumper, but not dumping. Right. I feel like I, I do feel like that he knew that because he he just. Road courses are his thing. I mean, that is his thing. Um, he knows which corner to do what in. I mean, that's just how it comes across anyway. 
Ross also knew he had to get up under him. Right. But Ross is the difference was Ross is like, I'll jack him up going down the straightaway. I don't really care. Right. Well, you <laughs> and know, have him sideways, and he did. He spun out to the right <laughs> going oh, down the straightaway. Oh, he out about that. And so yeah. that's the difference. I think if it would happen in the middle of a corner and he bumped him, moved him up, fine, so be it. I think just the way he did it going down the straightaway, bad optics. Yeah, it looked a lot worse, no doubt about it. But, you know, um, in the heat of the moment, Ross got moved. Yeah. Yeah. Ross got moved. Nothing wrong with that. No. At all. I don't see anything wrong with it. But I don't see anything wrong with what Ross did either. So that's my thing. Um, it's just a racing deal. Man. Oh, it was a but racing deal. I, think I he- will tell you this. And I've seen this. I've seen it already throughout this year. Even last year in the Xfinity series, but I see I see it way more now this year, and especially in the road course, dude. <laughs> if somebody's in your way now, they just move you, bro. They it's don't. A, I mean, it's they, a new mentality, dude. I mean, and I don't I don't have no problem with that necessarily. Nah, <laughs> I'm good with it. Race, I mean, you know. But don't get mad if you do it and somebody does no, it. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm at with it. So. Don't complain, you know. I like Chase Elliott. Don't be a Chase Elliott. Don't over here doing it, and then somebody does it at you, and you want to cry about it. Don't do that. Right. Just, but there's so much just gouging your way now that it's it's so different than what we've seen before. It was like this courtesy, scared to, and maybe it was the car. I don't know. I mean, because used to there was a while for a while there that if you touched the car at all, you're gonna hurt Arrow, and I don't. These cars are tougher, you know, I apparently. Think um, so, I don't know, man. It's 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 a different style of racing, but it's so cool to me to see. And this is what six races in, or whatever it is. Yeah, now. four, uh, three different, um, three first time winners already this year. Right, and seeing these guys up front that have typically not up front. Track horse, man. Track house. Track house. Sorry, <laughs> I like track horse though. I think I do too. I like track horse. Let's start calling. Track Let's track horse. <laughs> anyway, because they are some thoroughbreds right now, dude. <laughs> Coming from, I mean, all Ganassi's, yeah, stuff essentially or whatever. What all they've changed, I don't know. Um, but dude, they are just they got to figure. I mean, what what is it? What is it? Where where is it at? I think it's just the similarities in the car, and then you got. Ross Chastain, I can't say Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez did great qualifying, ran first, you know, stage of the race up front. I think he won the first stage, actually. Um, he's a good road course racer. He come from Mexico. That's what they did mostly down right. there. Um, but he couldn't make it up, and he's not showing me anything on on ovals. Well, So I'm not talking junk about him. No, but, but he's, run, he's run decent, but not like Ross Chastain. No. I mean, dude, like. Jesus, bro. He's like third in points now. And I mean, yes, yeah. <laughs> with a win. So he's in the playoffs. And, oh, yeah. And uh, if he runs that consistent in the playoffs, he's going to make it a long way. And I mean, he's run up front pretty much in every different style of track yeah. we've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool to see. I like that a lot. He was there close to the win at Phoenix. Um, he ran up front at, where was it, California? I think he ran up I towards think the I front. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, Vegas. Vegas. So anyway. 
Uh, it's really cool to see. Glad he got his uh, his his first win there. Uh, we've been we've been on the Ross Chastain train <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, been saying that he needed him a chance, and uh, just glad to see that. You know, it was kind of well. I kind of thought because nobody knew, but with with Trackhouse, I was like, well, you know, it's just gonna be kind of a. It was somewhere to go. Right. It was just kind of a dead end. You know, he's try so hard, try so hard. Got with Ganassi, and then, oh, well, now, you know. But, dude, I'm, hey, hats off. <laughs> we was wrong. <laughs> we was wrong. They, they've put their money and their homework in, and uh, they've, they've. Well, they've I think one of the big thing is, is Justin Marks. You know, he's part owner of that team along with Pitbull. Um, Justin Marks, he's at track on a pit box. He's wearing, mm-hmm. he's wearing pit crew uniform. He ain't worried about, and, and Justin Marks, we all know, he's a racer. Oh yeah. I mean, that boy is a racer. Um, dirt, asphalt, whatever. That boy is a racer. Um he kinda put it out there last year when Pitbull come on, you know, we thought it was just kind of a publicity thing. And it may have been. I mean it may have been. But Pitbull seems to be somewhat involved. Yeah. Um and maybe that got him the funding that they needed to do what he wanted to do, which was go out and win cup races. Well, I just like it because you know, I, well, I'm not a big Denny Hamlin fan, <laughs> but I just love the fact that you know you got Denny Hamlin, which is big money. He's won twenty something in the points. Yeah, but you got Michael Jordan. They start this team up, and I mean, I'm not knocking them, but they got you know they got endless funds. Oh yeah, the the funds are not the issue. You know you got endless funds, so I enjoy seeing that. Now, I mean. Bubba Wallace's ran good. Kurt Busch's ran good. Whatever. He ain't but run too good when he ain't got no tires on the car. No. I mean, you're going to be suspended. <laughs> when, you, when you're a crew chief and your tire chain, you're going to be suspended yep. for weeks. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, I enjoy seeing that from, I'm not going to say it's underdog. I, I, like, it's I like the, I mean, the David versus Goliath. I mean, that's, that's, it's just what it seems like. Yeah. It's what I see it as, you know, from the Hendricks or the Gibbs or whoever. Well, I'm going to tell you who didn't have a good day. That was Kyle Larson. <laughs> he did not. He got caught up in everything yeah, that happened he, on the track, I think. He did not at all. He sure He did. hasn't. It's, ever since he won, he has not had a good yeah, day. Yeah, he's been, he's been struggling for sure. But, uh, yeah, like you said, um, Denny Hamlin been struggling big time. Um, Kyle Busch. One more that has struggled all year. And is now put in a deeper hole than announced last week. Brad Keselowski's team mm-hmm. got fined. Major. 100 driver and owner points. Also $100,000. $100,000, whatever. That 100 driver points put him from like, it was in the teens. I can't remember where. Dropped him from the teens to like 33rd in point. He was the last car that was a, season, a, a, a regular season guy one that was gonna run all the races well i hope they don't do that again whatever that was i don't know and i really figured it would kind of come out what what part was messed with but i ain't heard yet so i don't think they're gonna start saying yet because they don't want other teams to find out right but you know it goes around that garage it does you know they figured out but um they ain't playing <laughs> about the rule book in this car. No. Jesus. Don't don't mess with it. I mean Don't think about messing with it. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It's crazy, but uh so um yeah, it's it's a lot to take in, but the shake up of who's running the best is really cool. 
I like that a lot. I like seeing that. We got a short track coming up. Um, be kind of interested to see uh, how the car does there. I think it'll do well, just as good as any. But um, I don't know. Seeing seeing some of these guys up front that's not typically up front. Even Eric Jones running in uh, Richard Petty Motorsports car or whatever they are now. Yeah. Um, he's been running up front. And, it will, and he don't wreck with like three to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but it's just a lot of guys. Corey LaJoy getting yeah. top five of the week. I mean, it's just it's just cool. I like it. It's a lot different than the same three, four cars. Everybody, like, what, two years ago when I think Denny Hammond won 11 races and Kevin Hart won 11 yeah. races. I mean, that's over um, half the year. <laughs> i tell you somebody that uh, we were kind of just talking about that's been up there also, and don't get me wrong, he's won races. He's actually won the second amount, second most races to uh, Kyle Larson, but, you know, um, Kyle Bush likes to say he backs into him, but uh, Alex Bowman, mm-hmm. last year's car, he was so so in. He'd get a race here and there, yeah, he but he wasn't consistent last year. But, but he wasn't consistent right, with it no. at all, by no means. This year, he's really turned it up. Got a win. Um, he's kind of been right there with Ross Chastain almost every week. Yeah, he really has. And uh, I don't know. It's just like even the the guys that just moved up from Xfinity. Yeah, running real good. Um, Tyler Reddick, um, he's Tyler running Reddick's good. Running good. It. So it's just, it, it's such a difference. I don't know what this car drives like versus the other Cup car, or what this Cup car drives like to the Xfinity car. Is it more similar to that, or I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the difference. I've is. heard it was closer to a truck. Well, hey, I mean, whatever is <laughs> working, it works. Because it's like all these guys that that didn't get the brakes early on. Yep. They're the ones that are performing the most. And it's just so crazy. I I hate to say this, but I love it when the big name drivers that do all the winning all the time don't like it. Kyle Bush hates his car. Oh, he hates it. Just he, I mean, not, he has verbally said that. He hates his car. It's, and, and it's just because he's not doing good in it. That's it. That's it. But they all got the same thing. And I'm not saying that Kyle Bush can't drive because I still think he's probably one of the best drivers in the garage. Well, dude. but somebody's always going to come around that's a little bit better than you eventually. Well, I think it's... I'm kind of starting to wonder and second-guess my thoughts on Kyle <laughs> Bush. Because back, like, the Xfinity car. Oh, yeah. He won 80 races. Every race. No time. Every race, almost. But why was that? Because he was in the best equipment out there. I mean I, I mean, I hate to say that, but I think that's what it was. Because we've also seen... Well, Ty Gibbs jump up in his first Xfinity race. Well, those those years and win in the best equipment out there. Yeah, in in those years, Gibbs cars won about every race. Yeah, I mean, I might could have won out there and won that race in a Gibbs car. I don't know, but it's like now that well, I don't think Cowboys likes change. No, um, no, oh no. But I don't know what he's expecting. I just don't understand it. I mean, you know, it's no different than anything. But you all get out there. You all got most definitely the same thing now. Those cars are more the exact now than they have ever been. Yeah, yeah, they are. So, what what is there to complain about? If they doing it, why ain't you doing it? You need to be you a know? better driver. That's why I look at it. So, I mean, you can't say, okay, well, this car, this car, this car. You at some point in time, you got to start saying, I got to change something. Something, something's in me, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just. It seems kind of uh, 
it, well, it's funny to me, and I've said this before, but when Kyle Busch starts his negative rants, he starts doing terrible. Yep. And until he gets that out of his system, he's going to do terrible, I think. Until uh, he finally faces it, all right, I need to change something. Until he can, until he can start looking in the mirror and focusing on himself. Yep. And not not necessarily getting himself a better driver because I don't not I'm not saying that, but getting a better attitude about yeah. the situation. I will say that it's been quite funny because Gibbs hasn't really been. I don't know, just the, the team as a whole hadn't really well, been. Christopher Bell's been the yeah. ring leader. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's and you see how bad me. he was in the last car. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I think it's great. I really do. I really do. But One thing I don't like, and I will say this, and I really thought he would do better just because it was a new car, uh, kind of level playing ground. Harrison Burton not really showing me much in that Wood Brothers car. and. Well, that kind of goes to show you well how just how good was um, Matt Benedetto. Matt Benedetto. So, but he ain't doing nothing. In he has had the worst look in that truck. He has. He has. Um, so I don't know. There's a lot of lot of stipulation there, and and I think half the season go by, everybody get more focused and used to that car. I think it'll you know show. But I wonder sometimes, like some of them coming up, Austin Sander could obviously don't bother. He don't care who's out there, what playing field he's on. He's just going do his best because he's obviously the best Penske car. Mm -hmm. Obviously pretty much the best forward other well, him and Chase Briscoe. Briscoe's been pretty pretty strong. Um it's 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 wild. It's wild this year. It is. But you know, and still and all saying all that, somehow or another, Chase Elliott's still leading in points. <laughs> Ain't won a race. Ryan Blaney's second points. Yeah. It just, you know, it don't always seem Right, but uh, that's, that's stage stuff. I mean, that's that's that's. I don't. I still don't. Uh, after all these years, I still ain't a big fan of stage stuff because you can do terrible overall in the race by the end. Well, well, you, you know, can strategize your way. Yeah, right up to the lead. Yeah, end point. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. you have consistent stage finishes, top five stage finishes, especially. Yep. You can be up front even if you finish fifteenth every week. Right. So. Anyway, um, I like road racing. I do. I like seeing. I used to not. I used to hate. I it. used to too. I swear I did. But now I, I enjoy gotten, it. I didn't like it because well, they never won. You never seen them win. You never seen the the road course ringers that they would bring in. Always be the winners. Yeah. Well, you never really see them win too much. I mean, they were they would run second, yeah, well, third, yeah. but somehow they would be up front and then like last couple laps, all of a sudden mm. a regular guy would come up with Mark Martin or somebody would come up and win. A lot of times at Watkins Glen. Well, now, you don't see many road course ringers. I had one on my fancy team. I had Andy Lally on my fancy team just to use him. I ain't running the back. Yeah, I think he finished that last pretty sure. But, um, yeah, it's uh, the the days of the road course ringers are pretty much gone, I think. I mean, you look at Alex Bowman and Chase Elliott, and I think Chase – well, Chase and Kyle Larson has won, like, the last five of seven road courses, I think. Yeah. Up until this past weekend, so yep. um, I think the uh, Hendrick um, road course car program thing they got going on, I don't think it hurts them none. Well, <laughs> they, I was laughing last week because Brett Griffin and then were talking about that somewhat because that was uh, I forgot what they call that program, 
but they're still using that other car. Well, all of a sudden, NASCAR announced last week they were going to enter a cup car mm-hmm. in, uh, what was that, Sebring next year? Or Le Mans? Well, Le, Mans, 24 Le Mans. Hour Le Mans. 24 hour Le Mans in some garage class. Yeah, I don't Garage know. 32 or something like that, which is just basically you can get take whatever you want to out there and run. Um, <laughs> but it was Hendrick that they tasked to do it. So wonder if uh wonder if any of the other owners were asked to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they're certainly all over the road stuff. Some, yeah. For some reason. And I you know, I don't know. I'm surprised no other ones were I, I I'm surprised manufacturers haven't gone after that because it's a Chevrolet doing it. So that just gives them obviously they're gonna want to NASCAR's gonna want them to test that car because they want it to do good at Le Mans. Um uh, so <laughs> Dude, they're gonna you get would think, so you would think Toyota and Ford would be like, hey, well, why can't we enter one? Yeah, I don't see why he couldn't, honestly. But um, and I think it'd be good to see. I think it'd be good to see one. I of think they need to put all three out, exactly in that and, and put and give the it top. Shot. What? How many drivers they run? Four, three, four, something like that. And three, put four. the top three points finishers from each of those manufacturers in the car. Mm-hmm. For that race, yeah, it'd be cool to see. That'd be awesome to see. <laughs> yeah, it would. So, um, anyway, I I don't know. It just uh, seems like Hendricks definitely got an upper edge uh, in the road racing right now. Um, but hats off to Ross Chastain. Awesome to see. He's definitely a wheel man for sure. He is. Um, and uh, you know he uh he 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 nudged his way <laughs> back to the lead. <laughs> Um, he didn't nudge you. He didn't bump you. He rubbed you. <laughs> that's right. So uh, yeah, it was cool to see that. Uh, glad he got his first win. He's had a bunch of top two and threes here going, yeah. and um, so definitely no uh, no fluke. I don't no, think. it wasn't a fluke. It definitely wasn't a fluke. Um, he he ran he ran pretty good and hard all day, and to honestly to outrun AJ Allmendinger, you're doing something because dude's awesome on road courses. So. Yeah, and I mean regardless. Even if AJ would have won that race, Ross ran with him all day long and passed him. And right, I mean, so he, regardless of what I think about the outcome of it, he done everything he needed to do to win that race, and right. he drove a hard, hard race. And I mean, he did what he had to, like I said. So, yep, congratulations to him. Yes, sir. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, what I am excited about coming up this week, real quick though, Richmond, our buddy uh, Derek Griffith, is going to be Hunt running racing. for Sam Hunt Racing in the Xfinity yes, Series sir. on that Saturday. I think yeah, I think so. I think so. Can't remember if it's a night week. This is a night race this week or, or this year. This time, I can't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, they check it out. Change that every time they go to Richmond. I never know. Xfinity race. Find it. Watch it. Look out for him. He could be strong. That's for sure. We either uh, going to be watching it or we going to be sitting at the skating rink for Landon's <laughs> birthday party watching it. Yeah. We will find it somewhere. Landon going to be big 13 this year. Teens. Oh, I got a teenager. How'd that happen? Mm, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> you are. I'm not. You uh, are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh good deal well i want to thank everybody for coming on here today um i want to thank uh 
Devin Morgan, Blake Harris, Chris Ferguson, Carson Matthews. Want to thank all them for coming on today, hanging out with us. Um, it's been a blast. It's been a uh, a lot of lot of interview, a lot of talking on here today. Uh, it's been pretty cool. Like I said, we had never done four interviews on a on one show before, so I really appreciate them coming on here, hanging out with us today. Also, uh, thank you to uh, MPM, Tanya over there, getting uh, Devin on here for us today. Uh, marketwithmpm.com. Go check them out. Also, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, uh, Earl, RK Motorsports Consulting, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, and... Uh, also, ProFab headers and exhaust quality that wins. Y'all go check all them out. Uh, tell them all we sent you. Uh, if you over at SRI, be sure to use that promo code as we talk about every C-Bone 10. Get yourself 10% off. Also, Ford Bite. Uh, some of the best track apparel around. If you don't want to wear, you know, it, it, everybody's got driver t-shirts. If you don't want to wear just a driver t-shirt and you just want to wear some racing t-shirts, uh, go get you some Ford Bite apparel. It's uh, it's some good stuff. Uh, new designs coming out for spring, as always, as everybody does. You get you got your new uh, new spring designs and uniform there? Yes, sir. I got it. <laughs> well, I just unbuttoned a couple buttons. That's my <laughs> yeah, spring, spring and design. summer uh, work shirt. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, like I said, go get you some Ford Bite apparel. Check out... Cole Vanderheiden on his rookie season in the 305 sprint car. You're going to want to watch that uh, moving up in the ranks over there. Also, Checkered the Race Hub. Go check them out. If you're not on Checkered yet, be sure to get on Checkered. It is all racing all the time. Uh, you need you guys need to go check it out. Get on some racing social media. I'm tired of all this other social media. Get on racing social media. Checkered. Go check them out. You know, we, we can tell them, tell, them, tell them, you know, there's a little micro-sponsorship thing on there. And uh, if you uh, if you want to, when you get on there, put in Chicken Bone. That's us. And, uh, That'd be us. Help us out. You know, that way they know you listen to the show. But anyway, guys, it's been a long one this week. It has been a long one. <laughs> we had not a long, long one in a long time. Yeah, we've been trying to stick them around an hour, but this did not work this time, nah, that's for sure. It's all right. It's all right. It's good. Oh, it was good. wonderful. We had awesome. Something awesome. to listen to multiple days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, guys. Well, we sure appreciate y'all coming to hang out with us this week. Um, be checking out some racing this week. Uh, XR Series at Bristol for sure. Be checking that out. If you are in, if you are around here, Florence Motor Speedway, is Autism Awareness Night at Florence Motor Speedway, 1st of August. Uh, we will also be talking to Tanya, Tanya McAllister about that real soon. She's got some cool stuff going on with Autism Awareness Month of April. Um, Y'all know we're uh, uh, this, this a cause near and dear to our hearts as my youngest son. He is autistic, so we uh, we like to support anything that is supporting autism awareness. So uh, if y'all are close to Florence, head out there. Um and anywhere else that's racing. Just go support your local track. But anyway, guys, all right. Well, we'll uh I reckon uh 
Reckon we'll be seeing y'all next time. Later. Later.